Hey everybody, welcome to the Basic Buzz. My name is Davey and this is episode 21. And with me today, I have our guest, our featured guest, Mr. Tunji Fadiora. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm doing great. And thank you again yeah. for coming on. Um, so, oh, Tunji, no, thank you for having me. Certainly. I mean, our listeners, I'm sure you guys don't have much of an idea up here, but um, we always try and keep some people in the know about what's going on or who's influencing what and teaching people a little bit about what's out there and, and what it is. So, Tunji, can you tell us a little bit about the, uh, the work that you do and the two companies that you're a part of? Absolutely. So uh, the work that I do uh, is with Creative Culture, which is uh, basically a creative agency that we run out of Northeast Florida uh, by the name of Creative Culture Media. We help businesses and organizations meet their marketing, media, and technology goals um, via services, consulting, uh, as well as full production in, in a lot of cases. Um, and then the other company is Elevate Ventures, which is a startup accelerator um, that is also based here in, in Northeast Florida and um, helps individuals that are basically wanting to get started on business ideas and turn them into viable ventures, as well as companies that have been around for some time that are looking to grow, improve um, best practices and grow into um, larger companies. Uh, so that's pretty much the gist of the two companies that I run here. Wow, and, and I mean that sounds—it's a lot. I mean, there's—I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's just tackle one. I mean, like on the creatives in the in the culture, uh, creative culture, um, for creative culture media. Like, do you got like you guys are full service media from one spectrum to the other. So production, I mean, creation. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So, I mean, what got you, let me ask you this, like what got you into that field specifically? For sure. So, so uh, at a young age, I really was interested one in entrepreneurship, but a lot of the things that I was doing was really visual based. So I was really interested in photography, graphic design, and kind of got started um, in that sense of it. And, and basically as the technology and software grew, the Adobe suite grew, the technology of cameras grew, and, and the industry in general kind of grew, my interest kind of went along with that growth and I kind of just grew with the industry and tried to master as many skills um, mm. that, that I could. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. so well, what, you were scrolling through Instagram and someday you're like, you know what I want to do? I want to create this stuff. Is that well, <laughs> well, for me, I mean, it happened. All that stuff happened so quickly. So, you know, we were in college when Instagram came out and it was it never really was like a break between that technology coming out and me thinking how, oh, wow, how can I make money off of this? Yeah. <laughs> or, or how can I how can I help businesses off of this? It was all just kind of one <laughs> it was like one continuous thought. It's like, wow, this new technology is coming out. Well, you know, I'm not Mark Zuckerberg, but how can I, <laughs> how yeah. can I take advantage of this platform and the and the environment that I am? So uh, that's what it's always, you know, been about. Is that's is good. as these things come out, not only is it fun and being able to cool to connect with your friends, but you're also able to make real money and make an impact and uh, kind of make a career for yourself with these technologies. So, what was the first? like your first attempt into creating 
creating like this this media company like what was your first project okay so like first like the very very first was like club promotions and like and like and like uh like artists like hip-hop artist type stuff um like hip-hop tours um small like restaurants that type of stuff at the very beginning um so it was really it was really grinding just kind of that that type of scene really the first 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 would have been like that that club promotions type stuff that's what got me (laughs) (laughs) that's what got my i have a lot of experience talking for that (laughs) i remember those so you said rappers and when like have you worked with anybody notable that people would recognize um for sure like uh i guess my my favorite like celebrity experience in a sense or rapper and experience in a sense was um i had a buddy uh steven who i worked with on a um festival out in atlanta and i mean in that festival i mean we were able to hang out with ti um common michael b jordan um uh harry yeah harry belafonte um i can't even remember all the names carlos santana um angela davis <laughs> uh, jesse williams like the so, names go on and on and you on you just I basically like... got hooked up on, on working on media i'm just i'm out here just thinking for the people listening like you're like oh you know what like it just seems like you sit on a desk all day and you're you know oh no scribbling no. out stuff no this was yeah this was straight up camera work so we went out there to um, help just direct and produce like some video work and um, so I was out there with the camera, but no, what what it really looks like is a lot of work on the computer, but also a lot of work in the field. Like you're going to be meeting with people and you're going to be using equipment and um, you know, you're going to be yeah. doing a lot. Yeah, it's so a lot of action, is that, <laughs> a lot of mean, travel too. Is, is there a lot of competition in that field, Lois? So like, you have, like when you got started, was it something where you felt like, oh man, I'm running up against so many people they're doing exactly the same thing. So breaking into it was something that you felt like was going to be a challenge or when did, like when it happened for you, were you like, oh, you know what? Like, Hey, you know, there's not that many people doing this. I, I've got this, you know what I'm saying? I just need to tune up my skills. No, for sure. Um, well, so no, I would say that definitely, um, at first I, it wasn't a whole lot of competition because it was um, kind of new. So what the competition really was, was kind of just outdated like practices and companies that, um, were doing different things. But now what's happened is a lot of those outdated companies and those big companies have mm-hmm. now become the competition in the sense that they've created, um, like different um, departments and stuff to to go after that same business. So to kind of clear up what I'm saying is now for now the competition really is the bigger agencies and the bigger business that mm-hmm. uh, that try to monopolize kind of the industry when it comes to marketing, advertisement, media, etc. Okay, yeah. and so switching over to Elevate Ventures where you have yeah. an accelerator, like. For sure. I don't think people quite understand what that means because I, I have a feeling like a lot of people have this idea that it's like, okay, you've got your VC firms, which is venture capitalists who just like, you know, majority of the time are just tossing money into something to see it grow. But you're an accelerator. So what what do you accelerate? Like, how do you how do you explain that to people? So basically, um, when it comes to business acceleration, like my main philosophy is 
speed to market so that we can get as quickly as we can to the obstacles that keep one from startup success, right? So the thing is what happens with entrepreneurs and people who are starting something, they get caught up in the details sometimes and it becomes like a mental battle in which time elapses, you know, and they're always waiting and, and a lot of people are perfectionists always waiting for things to happen and, and et cetera. And et cetera. Uh, but in startup acceleration, we're, we're really trying to get not only uh, the startup to launch quickly, but to launch successfully. Um, so basically what this is really about is, um, you know, like seeing what things that people are missing, whether it's mentorship, whether it's some capital in some cases, whether it's um, access to their first cup customers, what is is that they need and being able to, you know, help them and fill those voids. So you talked about voids. Let's yes. talk about where you're located. When you chose Jacksonville, I mean, what did you see there that, that you know, that made you say, yes, we want to be there? Okay, so really, um, for me, it's the need for one, like the need for this in this region um, is substantial. Um, you know, we are one of maybe two within the entire Northeast Florida area and neither of the two outside of Elevate are even in Jacksonville. So we're the only one in Jacksonville that's structured in this sense. Mm -hmm. um, so it really was the need for that. Um, and in addition, I believe that Jacksonville and Northeast Florida has the opportunity to provide the rest of the nation with startups and ideas that are uh, really unique just based to its location and based to the based um, on the yeah. we're not on even the, on the community. we're like somewhere we're in the south. But we're not the south of Florida where it seems like you get like this Miami vibe kind of uh, money flow kind of thing going on. Absolutely. You're not in Atlanta, but you still get the vibes from there. There's this weird intercept in northeast Florida, which is, like you said, it's a void almost of stuff. But there's a lot of it's, – it's a culture in its own that provides um, a different view of life and perhaps because of that offers – people coming in with different ideas that maybe haven't been highlighted in the past. And like you said, you guys, and I, I hate to point out, but it's true. It's like you guys came into a, a, a market where there, it's not being serviced. It's almost Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely what I would describe an underserved market in the sense that it's been neglected in these type of programs and the type of programs that have come to the area, I don't believe have been um, empathetic to the region. I think more so what people have done is try to take formulas that they've seen in Austin, seen in Silicon Valley. But what we need is something that's specific to this region. And I believe that um, that's really what we're doing with Elevate. And I think that it's going to uh, generate some substantial um, results in the, in the years to come. So coming, talking about those years to come, can you tell us maybe some of the moves that you guys are doing in that area or like behind the scenes where we can't or maybe we're not seeing? Absolutely. Um, so we're, we've been working with a group of startups for almost the past um, year uh, in a kind of like a beta stage and a pre-acceleration stage. Um, and it's been really interesting to see them grow and, and, and see not only their 
uh, profitability grow, their businesses grow, but see them grow and mature as entrepreneurs in general. Um, so what you're going to, or what the, the public is going to start seeing is examples of people that, that came to us that had no idea what they were going to do and how they were going to do it, but they knew that they had the desire to start something and they knew that they had the desire to be an entrepreneur, but you know we were able to help them at that point and, and take them to, to where they wanted so to be. What get, like are there brands like is there a brand right now that you're looking at that's like hey you know what this this brand right here you're probably gonna see this soon. Um, some of the brands are you know you will start to see it. some of these companies you will start to see it. Uh, but as far as um, dropping them, we like to stick to um, a very unique and strategized launch period for our companies. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think I'd be doing them justice by... Uh, All good. We understand. <laughs> by we saying totally it like... get it. Totally get it. New strategy, something to implement in the city, something that works for, sure. for, for the area. Here at Basic, you know... The basic buzz we like to actually do topics that we have like hot topics in the area and like sure. you said like it just seems the vc the vca like scene almost seems to be have like it exploded maybe like 10 or 15 years ago and just has generated so many um so many new like platforms or brands and stuff like that we we've all today are just too familiar with like I mean, we think of like Airbnb or yeah. um, any one of those apps that you kind of survive on Snapchat. All those came through usually some type of accelerator program or sure. through the funding through venture capitalism. Um, so I know you're in that area. So what what are you seeing out there in that scene? Like what is something that you're noticing as a trend? Okay, so absolutely. So this is, of course, um, an exciting time for things like um, VR, virtual reality. Um, also, apps are still are still um, a, a hot item right now in that area. Um, in the sense of people are still open to new um, app-based solutions, um, etc. Um, healthcare right now and, and any sort of health um, related, like health technology. Um, yeah. Those areas are very, um, are very. Yeah, definitely, you can notice that coming up with all these health, these new health sure. wearables and stuff like that are coming up. For sure. Up. Every, yeah, every aspect of the health, from healthcare to health and wellness, that's a big area right now. I mean, and, um, online shopping, e commerce is huge right now. Um, you know, that, that, it'd be, I'd be, um, you know, not doing uh, Melissa's justice to not stress how big e-commerce is right now and the and the barriers to entry and how low it is, how, you know, one can hop directly into it and uh, be financially successful um, with little to no um, startup, uh, you know, capital. There's a lot of um, opportunity there in e-commerce as well. That's, that's a big area. Gotcha. Um, but to be, to be honest, it's really... Um, you know, it's really just about the idea and, and its its um, ability to kind of succeed in this climate. True. So recently, I don't you know, I don't want to put your business out there. Recently, you took a trip out to California. You had a chance <laughs> to go see Palo Alto. Yes. And the midst of Silicon Valley and seeing the sure. I mean, all that greatness happening. Um, you know, is that still the epicenter for technology, or do you see a creep happening, 
where perhaps if you're looking to start something that you don't have to go out there or you don't feel like that that's a need anymore exactly so that's that's definitely one of the the main uh themes that that is going across the country in that sense um of course uh you have your large i mean huge facebook uh apple out there of course those those companies aren't going anywhere uh but what we've seen over the past couple of years due to um technology due to software uh the ability the ability for people to communicate screen share video call video conference individuals have moved from this idea of needing to be in any central location to have startup uh, success um, you have individuals you know in every part of the country that are taking advantage of these things and um, correct yeah and are, are growing and well, um, you and mentioned austin yeah. exactly yeah. austin yeah growing growing place universities out there they have a little sure. zone in the town that they have segmented off they have south by southwest which Absolutely. starts like talk technology based so yeah i mean uh, i'm seeing these things like even uh, miami has a little spot like they're trying to develop it seems like almost all these major yeah. metros are starting to understand that hey if you want to attract business here like you're gonna have to focus on getting these technology firms or making them feel welcome here and giving the the access to like what they need so um, sure. i mean i'm not knocking palo alto certainly probably still provides some <laughs> kind of benefit you know we're just i guess the way we're i'm asking this is like you know is that creep something that you'll see like a tide change where it might always palo alto might in silicon valley might still be like the place historically like la is the place for movies but maybe Absolutely. new york you know develops as that place where hey you know what it's there's still a lot of filming out there yeah i think i think we're i think we're at that point now absolutely i i think that you can't you know i think filling the need to have to be in the specific area palo alto or anywhere else for that startup success i think that's an outdated concept every mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think we're definitely in that time you know for one um, yeah, it's just there's just a lot. It's just a lot out there, and you know the the barriers to entry with the cost of living, and you know rent and stuff out there, and, mm -hmm. and property out there is ridiculously high. Mm -hmm. um, so it, a lot of things keep people from being in that area um, that outside of their control. And I think that you know, like I was saying, with where we've come with technology and with software. Um, you know, you can be anywhere, and and and, and the sense is, and the, I mean, the reality is, you want to be where it makes sense for you and your company to be able to grow and to prosper. Um, that's where you want to be. All right. Well, let's take on this next this next topic. Then, growing okay. away from venture and more into the creative area, what you know, what is it like? I mean, you have this experience going into an area where there's a low creative environment, not much art and development. Sure. What is it like growing a creative scene? Okay. Yeah, so that's basically, uh, that's, you know, that that's definitely been our experience um, in our region. Um, it's, it's interesting because a lot of your um, effort and time has to go into educating your client, right? Because they're yeah. not, uh, and that's not a negative thing at all, but it's, it's just uh, just something that has to be done so that they understand um, and that they're exposed to things that necessarily um, aren't exposed to, that they aren't exposed to every day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just making sure that your clients educated on what exactly is going on, why the purpose of it um, and how it works. 
that's you know that's something that we have to do a lot of um and, and that's one of the the things that i found in this region so is it more a people thing or do you feel like it's your own kind of like duty to take on that, that as well i think it's a mix of both i mean I, I i think it's i think it's really fun for the sense because you get to expose um and the, you know like you're you're introducing pe things to people and you get to see it, their, their first reactions to things that you thought that they you know should have already seen it or may have already seen it. so it's it's um yeah I, I love it i mean it's not a negative thing to me and at all where do you i mean where do you where do you set up these things like i'm trying to imagine like these people you know they don't they don't have it so they've never known where to go but now sure. you know is there a scene that you say hey you know what this is what I, I had to go and start being going to these places so then people could start seeing like hey this is where we need to be for sure so i definitely love going to miami and we were just talking about um that so i love um is that what you're talking about like different cities and different scenes yeah just like you know finding like in these areas where you're seeing developing creatives, uh, like sure. a creative scene, like, is there like an area or a place where you feel like, hey, this is where you usually run into them? Like, this is a place, like, maybe in a town or a city that's okay. like, dedicated to that. Yeah, you. So a space where it's dedicated to creatives kind of meeting. Yeah. Um. So I would. Yeah, I mean, like, is it ubiquitous or is it kind of? You know, I, yeah, I definitely would say that right now, and and where I'm at in Jacksonville, it's not like um, there's like a place that I go per se. Um, I think a lot of that place happens online, and then like meeting with people um, from interactions online. Gotcha. Um, so I think the place would be like Instagram. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it the place would be with Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> it ends with Instagram. <laughs> oh and then basically, like you know, setting up a meeting or let's go to this bar, or this spot, let's talk, let's connect. Um, but for me lately, plug, it's been the accelerator. Let's meet up at the accelerator. Let's meet. Up, let's meet up at Elevate. Let's link up. Let's chat. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Tunji, I appreciate you coming on. I mean, it's been a great little conversation. Topics and things I'm sure our listeners haven't had a chance to really dive into or have a chance to hear about. But, I mean, these sure. are big areas with billions of dollars getting poured into it and strategies. I mean, you have valuations now on companies that were small little things that some VC firm just caught an eye on to. And next thing you know, they're selling on the, the open market for $10, 30000000000 billion on opening day. So... These are, you know, just talking about opportunities out here. If people really are serious about, you know, they can they can build an empire through. So um, appreciate Absolutely. you shining a light on that. And um, oh, no problem. You want to shout out maybe like how people can get in touch with you or your company? For sure. Uh, I'm actually I'll just shout out one link to give you. Uh, this is the Elevate link. Um, just hit up the form. It's www.elevateventures.com. And then you can hit me at Tunji at ElevateVentures.com. Um, and that's Elevate spelled E-L-E-V-8Ventures.com. Again, that's E-L-E-V-8Ventures.com. So, and eight is the number. Yeah, the number eight. <laughs> yeah, you have to see it. <laughs> no, totally, totally understand. Totally understand. Well, thank you so much, Basic Fam. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And uh, Tunji, man, I'll catch up with you some other time. 
Sounds good, man. Thank you for having me. Hey everybody, we're back and we've got Miss Trista here from At Your Beauty Pro on IG. Hey mm-hmm, Trista. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey, hey. So <laughs> it's it's at the trickling end of summer here, and we've got a few, I guess a few more weeks of this daunting heat. Yeah. Um so I personally can't wait for fall to get here. It's oh, my favorite man. season. Yes, yes, please. And now, however, we don't see the leaves change here in Florida. Well, we have our palm trees and pine, so evergreen yeah. year-round. However, the weather becomes nice and balmy, and then we get to enjoy, actually enjoy being outside. Yes. Yeah. So, tell me, what, what can we enjoy this month? Well... I don't know how long this has been happening, but I'm sure you've noticed that the 90s era style fashion has definitely been making a comeback. Oh, yeah, definitely. Aaliyah styles. Yes, people Mm -hmm. throwing 90s parties and whatnot. Makeup trends are coming back in style. Some should not come back in style, like the dark lip liner with the baby pink Oh, my God, you know what I think is, the second you said that, I thought Little Kim. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, right? That's what you think of the 90s. You're, yeah. you're a 90s kid too, right? Oh my 80s God, yeah. baby, but 90s kid. Yep. Jeez, I sound so old now. <laughs> the fact <laughs> yeah, that there's a 90s station, the fact that there's a 90s station out there and it's like oldies, it's like, that hurts. It's not, no. Technically, they're throwbacks. They're not oldies, they're throwbacks. <laughs> I guess we got another 10 years. <laughs> we escaped yes. another 10 years. <clears throat> But oh. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but a lot of like 90s hairstyles also mm. are making comebacks. Oh yeah, the high tops and everything. I see those all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed like, well, I mean, just actually this, did you used to wear bandanas back in the day? I don't think you did, but mm. I just want to know. I'm not that kind of, I wasn't that kind of kid, man. Really? I was not that kind of kid. I'm so Yeah, weird. I had the, the, uh, the, uh, I went to prep school, man. <laughs> you know how they had their kids, right? Medium sh- medium length hair, a little yeah. bit shorter on the sides, a little longer yeah. on the top, and you had to kind of comb it to the side and make it look quaffed. I don't know. That was the style I grew up with. Quaffed. Well, okay. Mm, did not know, but okay. <clears throat> I was one of them girls in high school that definitely rocked the bandanas. Oh, so you were uncouth, huh? No, I mean, I also was on a dance team. So, I mean, hip hop hey, dancing okay, and, I, okay. and I cheered. So, you got, you can throw a little flavor in with your look a little bit. Gotcha. But, I mean, what famous people were known for wearing bandanas? Like, everybody. You got, obviously, you got Tupac. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I mean, Aaliyah used to wear them also, but she would have, like, jewels on hers to kind of go with her outfits. Shoot, 112. Mm hmm. Everybody liked bandanas. I mean, I mean, everybody had bandanas, yeah. Trade and they're back in dollars. style. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real. You know what's crazy? It's, uh, it's all these black bandanas right now. I go to, I walk around and I see a lot of people with black bandanas when they go out. And they'll have like their, the girl, I, like down here a lot of times you see like the girls that'll have like their, um, their hair braided and they have the bandana on top of the braids and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. it's like, it's not even just the traditional bandana print, like the black and white print with like a fun color thrown into it. Mm-hmm. They have different pattern bandanas, but I'm a, I'm, well, a little old school and I like the original print. Uh, the one with the, the, 
Going I don't know what it's called with like black and white print. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can get them like in red, you can get them just black and white, or mm-hmm. you can get them in blue to match with your outfit, whatever. Like I used to go up in the flea market back in the day, like in bulk. They were cheap. God, flea markets. Do this thing still exist? <laughs> yes, they still exist. <laughs> oh When's the last gosh. time I've been to one? I cannot tell you, but I know yeah. they do still exist. So um, tell me, what do we do with these bandanas to make us look so cool? Well, you can, like you mentioned earlier, I was like, oh, it's fun that you mentioned braids because braids is another style that's actually been back in style. I feel like it's, it didn't originate in the 90s, but became hugely popular in the 90s. People like Brandy, obviously, that was like her go-to style of different braided styles. Mm. Also like corn rolls, like not just the traditional all the way back corn rolls, but even wearing them in styles. Like Beyonce made them popular too when she was in Destiny's Child. It's like styles like that are also becoming more popular nowadays and not just as a protective style, but just for changing up your hairstyle in general. Now, what I'm not so happy about to see come back oh, is a little thing, a little piece of cloth called a scrunchie. Oh, like the 80s, like bright colored neon scrunchies from the ponytails? In the 80s, they were bright. In the 90s, you had a color for every shirt you had. Striped oh, ones, God, solid no. ones, squirrel ones. And I was shocked, like, to hear people, like, ask about scrunchies. I'm like, how does she know what a scrunchie is? Like, she wasn't born when scrunchies were popping back in the day. It's like, I used to rock scrunchies. But again, like, I also cheered and stuff. But as sure. you get older, you're like, oh, you associate that with, like, being a little girl. So like, no, I want to be grown. I'm not rocking scrunchies. They're back now. Like, girls in college, sororities are looking for scrunchies. Mm. I, I don't know. What's going on? Like, I get it. I get it. If you're cute, you can pull it off. You can pull pretty much anything off. But, like, scrunchies, though? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, hey, I'm sure, like, influencers, you know, YouTubers, they can make them work. I mean, because that's their job. Make trends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm just on the fence about that one even though i was there for it the first time around i just i don't know i, I can't i can't do that one i can't embrace that one <laughs> i can't yeah i'm not making that nah buddy i can't Please, i no. can't um also like different types of headbands too they have what's called a comb headband and i know you'll recognize it if you see it best no. way i can describe it is like a zigzag Okay. And it's plastic. Oh my god! And it goes I know exactly what you're talking about. The you girls do? in high, yeah, girls in middle school used to wear those things all the time. Still, that's the, the last little, time I the wore it. Plastic in thing, and then you yes. pull, pull your hair back. Oh my god! Yes, they're legit on the runways. Oh. Like they're here and they're in stores. Like they're bad. Like those aren't horrible. Thank you for thank you for making hair. me feel so like antiquated today i've never felt more, like the things that i grew up like i'm just waiting for jellies to make a comeback now it's like Jesus. you know what i i, I low-key think that they kind of have like i've seen <sighs> little girls wear jellies <laughs> i have God. i never had jellies growing up and i was jealous i'm like well i'm not about to buy a pair now i'm grown but mm. <laughs> okay do you know what space buns are no i call them mini mouth ears so it's basically oh, when you have your yeah, hair yeah. like two little mini buns mm-hmm. on top of your head. Oh, see, I think that 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 was a cool look. Actually, I'm starting to see those come back. 
they're they're pretty now. They don't they're not styled the exact same as they were back then, mm-hmm. like when the Spice Girls were around and whatnot. I was just gonna say Spice Girls and um, TLC had them. Yeah. Yeah, those are good days, man. They've been modernized. So I mean, they. I personally wouldn't rock it. I'm a single knot, a single top knot type of girl, not a double. But mm-hmm. they're they're cute on some people. They are. Okay. Yeah. No, they do. They do. They make. They make people look cute, man. Girls, people, girls. Miss- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's funny because most of the stuff I mentioned, I actually rocked growing up. So I'm like, oh, but would I rock it again? Maybe not them all, but some of them I might. But this is these are the trends that everybody should be at least looking into, given that they're bringing, they're coming back in prominence. And it seems like some of them were actually kind of dope and shouldn't have left. I still think the the bandana thing's not a bad thing. I think the braiding and like you said, the space space pops is like I think they're mm-hmm. all dope. So yeah. Wow. Well, so this, thank you. this was fun I for mean, me. This is, I'm like, this is fun for me. I, I feel like I'm re- <laughs> rehashing the uh, the past here, the, the moments of my childhood. Yeah, that makes things great. But ooh, <laughs> music because I was just listening to music like Zandi's playlist. I'm like. I think I'm gonna talk about some trends that are coming back. It's not just with, you know, the quote unquote oldie station, which is really a throwback station, but fashion and hair and everything else. Yeah, mm. everything comes back around, and I'm here to see it happen. So, so yeah. Don't, so don't throw out your leg warmers. They're still gonna come back at some point. Technically, those were the '80s. Thing. I know they were. I know. <laughs> but I have some though. But whenever I leave the state of Florida and I need them, I have them in a box oh, in the God. back. Just keep yourself in the box in the back and they will come back around. Just make sure you kind of stay close to the same size. Oh, You'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Trista, again, coming in with some cool stuff for us to think about. And I guess we'll be looking forward to talking to you next episode. And everybody, if you're interested in reaching out or have questions, or if you'd like to book Trista, you can always hit her up on IG at yourbeautypro, all one word. And again, everybody, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Hey, Basic Fam. The show today was produced by Basic LLC. Music was provided by Torian Miles. If you haven't already rated us, you know, it helps us get noticed. So one stars, five stars, it's up to you. But remember to subscribe and share and let people know about the basic buzz. All right, basic fam. See you next time.